We are back with another episode of The Buzz. I'm your host, Sherwin, and today we are joined with none other than Nia Allen, who has been buzzing, who has been trending, who has basically been popping up in all of our searches. So we had to get her on for us to have this conversation. Nia, how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you? I, I am well. I am well. So, you know, before we really dive into the meat of this, you know, I like to at least kick it off with one or two little softball, as I like to say, but, you know, kind of icebreaker questions. So you're okay. out in L.A., right? I live here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. OK. So now I'm, I'm all about food. So from a comfort food perspective, you know, you're having one of those days. What is your go to? Oh, comfort food. Oh. I'm a sweets person, so I'll say some ice cream, some good, yeah, ice cream, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, some some good ice cream. All right, no no judgment ice cream with, a, with a lot of caramel on it, and uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and maybe a piece of cake, maybe a piece. Oh, okay, of cake. okay. See, see, now the truth is coming. I out just added right a whole bunch of extra stuff. <laughs> see, this is a non-judgment free zone, so that's what I like. That's what I like. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> the Lord forgives, so so can you. Right. <laughs> now we're we're now kind of, you know, and the next question we like to start with is, you know, I'm sure a lot of people know who you are, but just kind of tell us a little bit about your origin story. Kind of how did you really get started? with gospel music, with inspirational music, like what kind of led you down that path? Yeah, um, well, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I grew up in a musical family. I've been singing since I was five years old. And so um, I think that music was always around me, you know, and um, education was huge in my family. And so my dad, he encouraged me to pursue a music education. And so I went to Berklee College of Music in Boston, uh, Massachusetts. I was there about four and a half years. Uh, I got my degree in music education. And after school, I didn't know what I was like, what am I going to do? And so I went back home. So, of course, my mom's like, you can always come back home. I'm like, okay. Of course. So I go back home. I'm home for three years. Um, My parents are ministers of music in the church. um, church In Ohio. Uh, So I serve in my church back home for three years. And um, just after kind of a time of prayer and consecration, just like, Lord, what's next? I make a faith move to Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. I lived there Mm -hmm. for nine years. And Nashville was my entry point into the Christian music industry. Um, When I moved to Nashville, um, I got planted at a church. And there is where you know, I began to just build relationships and, you know, studio session work started opening up and I began uh, opportunities to sing background for different artists. Uh, Nicole C. Mullen, she was my first uh, person that I got a chance to sing with. And, um, uh, eventually CC Winans and um, I traveled with her for about four years. Um, so Nashville was my introduction into, know, you know, just building great relationships into the music industry. So, yeah. 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 So, so basically what, what I heard from all that is that you, you know, you became a student of music, right? So you didn't just do this little music thing. You went ahead, you got a degree in music, you know, and then you studied under some of the best, because I know you've listed about maybe two or three because you're trying to be humble and I understand that. But from <laughs> everything that I've seen and that I know, you have sang with some of the best, sang with some of the best in the business. So, you know, and kind of going through all of that, experiencing all of that, you know, how was that transition then from 
doing background, doing all of that, and then to shifting to the spotlight, if you may? Um, I think it was, for me, I think it was a pretty smooth transition. You learn a lot okay. serving behind mm-hmm. some of the greatest, you know? And so I was taking notes, you know, the entire time. You watch, you learn by through observation, you learn through conversation, you learn what to do, what not to do. And so serving was, for me, a training ground, you know, uh, for what I'm doing right now. And so I'm grateful and humble that I got a chance to serve behind some of the greatest, you know, and who are still great, you know, to this day yeah, and still yeah. doing it. And so that, for me, is just a humbling experience. I learned a lot. And so I was able to take what I learned serving behind other people and utilize it in my own ministry. So I'm grateful for that time Jesus serving right and you know and that's that that's a common theme that I, sometimes you hear is like you know I was speaking with someone a few weeks back and it's kind of more or less the same thing it's like hey I served under this person I did this and that and then I kind of I kind of stepped out so I think you know that's kind of sit here a bit on serving like you know would you then say that for anyone that is coming up anyone that wants to you know, really break in, you would then implore upon them like, hey, find someone that you trust, find someone that knows what they're doing and kind of just serve for a bit and learn as you're going through the process. Yeah, I well, everyone's journey is different, but I totally yeah. believe in in mentorship and just um and just the heart and the principle of serving. You know, uh, you gain so much, you know, and you learn so much, and you a lot of the mistakes that they made is like you don't have to make them because you've learned from their, you know, well, not from their mistakes, yeah. but you know, just yeah, mentor yeah. is key. And so I'm a huge proponent of mentorship. So yes, um, I'm not saying everyone has to, but it's definitely. Mm-hmm. It's helped me in my journey and, and so many others' journey. Um, so many other greats, you know, they said just the the privilege and honor of serving up under people, other under people, up under other people, and just the value um of that. And so um you can't go wrong giving, you can't go wrong serving. And so yeah, I would always encourage you to do that. Take that time to learn so you don't have to <laughs> make mis- you know, make certain mistakes that could have been yeah, prevented yeah. through through learning and mentorship. Yeah. Basically, guys, she's saying don't don't rush the process. Just don't just rush. take your time don't and rush. wait. Just <laughs> just rush. wait. You see you see what I'm doing, right? <laughs> just just wait. Just wait. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to even get into waiters yet. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to set it up. I'm going to set it up like that. <laughs> <laughs> just wait on God. Wait on God, right? <laughs> Oh, no, you did that. And then you also, you went back to school and you got your doctorate as well too, right? So, you know, going to Berkeley just just wasn't enough, right? So you went back and you got your doctorate. So you got a degree in what, ministering degree? Well, yeah, it's a doctorate of ministry. And honestly, if I can be honest, I went kicking and screaming. I was not trying to be in school all my life, but I really felt like it was a God thing, you know? And I was like, well, I just want, you know, I really just genuinely felt like it was a God thing. And so once I submitted and <laughs> said yes, um, I entered a doctorate of ministry program at Azusa Pacific University. And that was mm-hmm. one that brought me out to California. I've been here six years now, but school was uh, was a part of that. Um, but in my degree, my study was worship and racial reconciliation mm-hmm. in the church. And so that is what helped birth um, the live worship album, Every Nation, uh, rooted in Revelation 7-9. So, yeah, school, Azusa Pacific University, Doctorate of Ministry, emphasis on worship and racial reconciliation. So have you ever been asked now, if you were speaking with a friend that is not saved or not really sure what a doctor of ministry means? So, you know, have you gotten one of those, you know, so does that mean if I need healing, I just call you? So like, how? <laughs> And to be honest, no, that is not. 
<laughs> it just means that I took time. I mean, honestly, I don't tell a lot of people unless I only mention it in, in instances like this or I use it when it's needed, you know, in academic yeah, settings. Yeah. I serve as like an adjunct professor in, co- in college. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I mean, to be honest, I was very intimidated by the title. If I can be transparent, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, because there's so much away when you hear doctor, you're like, people are like, I'm like, Lord, you, you, you feel like, and it's just insecurity. It's just kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't have to know the answer to everything, but I did take yes. time to get knowledge in this particular area. So that's what <laughs> receiving a doctorate means is like you took two and a half years to gain more knowledge in a particular area. And usually when you do a D-min, like there's an emphasis, a focus. And so I spent two and a half years um, focused on, you know, on ministry, on worship and racial reconciliation. So it just means you took time to to get trained in, in, in a certain area. That's what it, it means. It means you perfected your craft. So since you mentioned <laughs> right. worship, we're going to start slowly pivoting now. So now right. tell us, praise and worship, what does that mean to you? I mean, you, you've kind of embodied, you've basically became one of the voices for worship and praise. So tell us a little bit, what does that mean to you? Well, I, when I think praise, I think uh, adoration, giving thanks to God. When I think worship, worship, I don't think it can be defined with just one uh, one definition. There's so many definitions. When I think of worship there, it means to honor, to love, to obey. Uh, there's sacrifice, there's surrender. There's uh, so many different, there's obedience, you know, and there's so many different elements and aspects of worship. So worship is not a genre. It's not a slow tempo song. It's it's something that's lived out. It's daily living a life that's submitted and surrendered to God. You know, it's declaring the value and the worth, the worship of God. You know, that's what worship mm-hmm. is. And, you know, so it's not, it's, it's multifaceted for me. And um, that's just my prayers that I would live out this life of worship, that I would live out the lyrics of the songs that I'm singing and encouraging people, um, but just live it out, live a life of worship. And I know that's like a cliche uh, lifestyle of worship, but I mean, it's, it's true. You know, that's what we're called to do is just to live this thing out, walk it out. You know, so when people walk, see it, walk it out. Yeah, walk it out. I'm with you. I'm with you. Walk it out. <laughs> so, would you also say part of worship is also waiting? Would hmm. Would you say that's 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 part of worship as well? I would say, I mean, there's an element of while you're waiting, you are submitted to God, you know, you're obeying, you know, a part of, we don't have to wait, you have to choose to do that, you know, and so I would say that's where that uh, trust and obedience comes in, uh, if we were to link worship with waiting, you know, and I even said, like, even said <laughs> worship while you wait, I was like, what do you do in the waiting, you know, you worship, yeah. you keep your heart and mind uh, fixed toward toward the author and the finisher of your faith, you know, and um, and you, you seek God for his leadership, mm-hmm. you seek God for his wisdom and his counsel in the waiting and so yeah definitely worship is connected um in the waiting and and since you're talking about waiting right since we are in the topic of waiting already you know you had this amazing number one billboard charting single wait so and you know just even talk a bit about that process like how long was that song written release kind of made its way into number one like that to me it seems like it all just happened so fast it was just a few weeks I'm like oh wait it's number one so kind of how was all that for you what's that experience like listen I've been singing wait a long time it's a song that I've had to live out I wrote it many years ago with my dad um I actually recorded a studio version of it with him in Ohio many years ago and on this live worship album um, I say, you know, what? I want to do a live version of Wait. I've been singing it for a long time. And as many years as I've been singing it, 
it just seems like throughout the years that song has continued to minister to the hearts of people. I think it's a universal theme that people in all walks of life can relate to. You know, they've either had to wait on something, they're waiting on something right now, or they will have to yeah. wait. So it just, I feel like it's just a theme that it, it ministers to the hearts of people. And so, um, but to answer your question, I've been singing that song a long time. And honestly, I was a little reluctant. We were about to, we were trying to figure out the single. I let <laughs> I let different people here, you know, you you I rely on wise counsel. And so I will let um just professional producers, people in the industry, radio people just let them hear the music. And they listened to the whole EP and they were like, wait, is your single? And I was like, wait, you know how long I've been singing this song? I'm tired of singing this song. But listen, sometimes you have to adhere to wise counsel. And so I was like, okay. And so wait, uh, yeah. Um, I love the song. I just didn't know that it was gonna just to timing is now for it. I've been singing it a while, but I feel like now God is exposing it on a greater level. So I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for the journey. Um, I'm grateful for the journey now, you know, but um, it's certainly something that I've had to live out. Well, well, con- congratulations in the number one. I'm sure, you know, everyone put the work into it. You strive to get that number one single. And then when you see it, it as number one on the billboard, that must have been a, a huge, you know, feeling of accomplishment just knowing everything that you went through all the journeys and everything else that kind of led to this point and it's an amazing single i mean i must say so myself it's a great it's a great single but as i kind of dove a bit deeper into it i realized that something else also really special happened during that time right that we're the last number one that was there being you know jokia with yahweh and then the such a short period within that three-week period whereby your single kind of came in there as number one. So from one, you know, female artist being number one to the next, that time gap from everything that I'm looking at, it was about 16 years since something like that actually happened. So that in and of itself was just amazing. So again, timing is everything, but just to also kind of had that historic moment where it was 16 years since the last time that happened. I mean, that, that's amazing in and of itself as well, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, well, I'm glad you just, I didn't, I had no idea, but no, I love Jokia. I love the song Yahweh. I love that song. So um, yeah, I'm just grateful for what, what God is doing. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome. He's awesome. And, 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 and the song wait, so that's off of your EP, the EP every nation. So just, you know, the title itself, every nation. So how did you arrive at that title for the EP? Yeah. So when I graduated from school, um, my the emphasis was on worship and racial reconciliation and so through that um a song actually so i have a song on the ep called every nation that was one of the first songs to come and uh it's rooted in revelation 7 9 which talks about what worship will look like in heaven um every nation tribe and tongue declaring that salvation belongs to our god and so just promoting you know uh, awareness and just unity um as it relates to race and so i know that's something else that i'm called into and so um i've had an opportunity to do workshops and that kind of thing but yeah, but no, that's how the song came. And that night, um, we were very intentional. It was a live recording here in LA, and we were very intentional about uh, bringing uh, white, Latina, my Asian uh, friends, just inviting them out and creating this space um, where every nation, tribe, and tongue would sing and worship God together. And so um, it was a fun night. Um, um, yeah, but um, I had a chance to do the live recording here um, and, at Hope's House, and it was called Every Nation. Nice, nice. And that's the church where you worship at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's that's so important for what you're doing, even in that side of things as well, right? Because given 
the culture that we're in, this, you know, the climate, everything else that's happening amongst race, amongst all of that, that you've also taken on that and you're, you know, champ champion, what you're doing with that too, with the EP and just overall, you know, what you've taken up, you know, kudos to you with that too. So you're, you're doing an amazing job on that front as well too. So. Thank you. Well, keep me in your prayers. It's not easy. It's not an easy topic. Everybody doesn't want it. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. so that's part of it. It's like, you know, when people are like, what are steps that you can take as far as diversity, as far as racial reconciliation, it just, healing is needed. You know, this country was founded, you know, on racism. So we have a great work to do. And so, but one of the first steps is you have to want it. You know, a lot of people are just like, I'm good. You know, so I get it. I respect it. But if you are trying to make those steps, you have to want it. So yeah, it's a hard work. It's not easy, but I definitely feel called to it. So God gives you a grace for it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And love as well too, right? We We just have to love, right? So, and even, and even as part of love, right? You know, you, you kind of have this other, you know, amazing song that's talking, you know, that's talking about that, you know, I'm in love. So that's such a, a fun song, you know, summer is here, is so upbeat. So, you know, what was the inspiration behind that song? Oh, it's just a love song to God. It was rooted, uh, you know, the great commandment says, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And the second is like it to love your neighbor as yourself, you know? And so that really was the heart of that song. And I just wanted to do something that was fun, upbeat. Um, and that was call and response at the end. You know, we have this, uh, with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my mind, I love you, Lord. And it's a time where you can interact with the congregation. And so it's just a fun, it's a fun song to sing. I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, singing more, singing that song a little bit more. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you, you know, it seems like you already, those vocals are warmed up. If you want to sing something, by all means, just, you know, I don't like to put people on the pressure sing, but you're already there. So, no, I was just giving you an example of the song. Just give you an example. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying, feel, feel free if you want to jump into it and do some singing as well. <laughs> That's so lame. What of course goes, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you, Jesus. Oh, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you, Jesus. Well, 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 there you go, guys. There you go. And, and so effortless. Song. I love it. It's a fun song to sing. So. It is. It is. So listen, you know, I, I know what I want. I want to be mindful of your time but kind of coming down to the end of it here before we wrap you have this 30 city tour that you're doing urban inspirational tour with four-time grammy award winner you know mr talk box so t- tell us how how exciting is that after being on lockdown being in, in the pandemic for all you know for such a long time not being able to get out there how excited are you about getting back out there this summer yeah, I think we're all, we're tired of being in the house. And so I feel like everybody's kicking and screaming, trying to get outside, you know. So I'm looking forward to the tour. I'm looking forward to live events. I'm looking, uh, the goal and heart of the tour is just to, um, is to meet, like um, connect with different radio uh, stations, you know, throughout the country. Those people who have been supporting our music and also um, scheduling events and, and churches and conferences around that. So I'm looking forward to just getting out there and meeting people and just, you know, yeah, just being part and community. If I have not valued anything, more i value people and just community yes. you know because we've been so isolated so i feel like it's just time it's time to get out it's time to get out and just worship with one another and just meet meet new people so i'm looking forward to it. i'm excited and where can people look at the schedule so they can know if you're going to be coming through their city 
Where, it where hasn't posted yet. It hasn't posted okay. yet, but hopefully like within the next week or so, it'll definitely post. So, yeah. Okay, well, 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 you know, if you if you happen to come through New York, you know, wherever that event might be, I'll I'll, I'll be in the crowd cheering it on. So, <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so the EP, Every Nation, the chart topping single that's available digitally everywhere. Where can people find you? Where they can keep on taps as far as what's going on with you, with you coming up this summer? Yeah, yeah. Nia Allen Music across all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, my website, Nia Allen Music. We have merch there. We have uh, I'll have my tour schedule there. So, yes, I would love to stay connected with you all. Uh, feel free to follow me at Nia Allen Music. Nia Allen Music. Guys, stream the singles, stream the EP, check out I'm In Love With You. That's an amazing song. Wait, let's keep it trending. Let's keep it going. Nia, I appreciate you coming on, speaking with us again. I'm sure when with gospel music buzz. And thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're welcome.